Welcome to Exit the Red Race, the podcast for high performance who want to enter the next level in business and in life with more focus, more energy, clarity, and freedom. We don't do dusty book wisdom or guru quotes. It's all about real, extraordinary experiences and the raw lessons from daily life. He asks you the questions that no one else does. Sometimes tough, sometimes in your face, but always with one goal, challenging you to live your most legendary life. Here's your host, Daniel Kluke. Exit the Red Race. Why I called Wim Hof when I ended up with COVID in the hospital. It's November 2021, and it's the time we all know so well. It's COVID time. And I'm, at a certain point, getting flu-like symptoms. And I'm telling myself, oh yeah, this is my time. So I'm taking my self-test, and yes, it is positive. And my first mindset and my internal dialogue is like, okay, I'm a healthy guy. I eat healthy, I move a lot, I know all the techniques to deal with mindset and influence my subconscious mind. I will deal with it. And I did, but at the same time, it was one of the biggest challenges in my life. Because the flu-like symptoms are getting worse now. I'm having around 40 degrees Celsius fever. And I don't know if you ever had like 40 degrees Celsius fever, but that is a tough cookie. And normally you have it like for one to three days. And you have those flu-like symptoms. It's sweating. It's painful. You're all over the place with your body and your mind. They're like, okay, yeah, don't move that much. I can deal with this. But that normal three days of 40 degrees like Celsius turned into one and a half weeks. One and a half weeks of 40 degrees Celsius. And sometimes you almost feel like, I'm dying here. But still plowing through, going on. But at the same time, I'm measuring my saturation because I've wrapped myself into COVID and what's doing to my body. And I have a saturation device. That's a device that you can put on your finger and it's measuring the oxygen in your blood. And it needs to be between, let's say, 97, 99. And when it goes below 95, you really need to go to a doctor or at least call the doctor. And my saturation with that high fever is 90. So I'm calling my doctor now like, hey, my saturation is like 90. And he's asking me, can you still make full sentences? Yes, and I'm able to make full sentences now. And if, can you also still go to the toilet? Yes, I can still go to the toilet by myself. Okay, so then you're fine for now. If it gets worse, let me know. And I can go to the toilet, by the way, but it feels like climbing Mount Kilimanjaro. <laughs> the amount of energy that I'm expending to move from the couch to the toilet is immense. But I was like, hey, right mindset, there will always be change. I can deal with this. Now, my fever is going down. I'm like, okay, inflammation going down in my body. Saturation will come up, right? But no. After one and a half week, my saturation is still around that 90-ish. And now with my flu gone, I'm calling my doctor like, hey, 
do I need to visit you? And they said, yes, please visit me to just check on you to see how you're doing because that saturation needs to go up. Saturation, also, by the way, to compare it, is like when you have saturation around 90, it's a little bit like having uh, altitude sickness. You're foggy, moving is really slow, and you just feel constantly tired. I'm arriving here at the parking lot, and there's like a special blue container (laughs) for the positive people, the positive COVID people. And I'm opening the door walking in and I'm looking at his face and his face is changing immediately he's saying to me Daniel this is not okay you need to go to the hospital now And you can imagine my work is reading people physically uh, calibrating on their facial expressions, but also listening to the words they're saying and the tonality of the voice. And if you would have been with me in this room, watching this doctor, hearing what he's saying, I know I'm interested how you would you respond when the doctor is telling you, this is not okay. You need to go to the hospital now. I was like, okay, if somebody's looking at me this worried and using this words then probably I'm at a really terrible spot. And I felt like shit, to be honest. So like, okay, this uh, is more impactful than I expected it to be. And I remember I'm sitting in the car, being driven to the hospital in Permarent, a place nearby. And I felt, to be honest, panic coming up. Because if my doctor is telling me that I'm not okay, and then I need to go to the hospital, then probably something is going on. Because I can deal with the fever, I can deal with the low amount of energy, but he, if he's saying that, somebody that, that I knew, or that I know very well, that makes me a little bit worried, and to be that worry, to be honest, transferred into a little bit of panic. I can't lay, I lie about this. I felt panic. Literally, the one thing that came up in my mind was like, Is this the end of my life? You can imagine if you say that to yourself, I don't know how you would respond. But for me, I felt really a feeling of panic coming up. And that is a feeling that I'm not really used to because eh, (laughs) if you're climbing mountains in extreme conditions, wearing no shirt and guiding people through it, you have seen some crazy shit. But when somebody's telling you this is not okay, you need to go to the hospital now and with that worried face, like, oh. And the beautiful thing, if I look back at it, that anxiety kicked in, questions like, is this the end of my life? And is that okay? I realized like, okay, but if that would be the result, it would be okay. Because my life until now that is challenges, like we all have our challenges, but I love my life. I love the choices that I've made. And if this would be the end, it's okay too. And by just realizing that, one of the most purest, serene feelings of peace and calmness came over me. And they wheel me into the hospital. And blood is being taken. And then you get the results. 
you got COVID on one of your lungs and you need oxygen. So they put me on the oxygen and I'm starting to feel get better already. I'm like, okay, but I can deal with this. People in the hospital, to be honest, they were much more relaxed in the way how they, let's say, communicated and looked at me. Um, and that gave me, with that calmness, when I was wheeled in, a new kind of power deeper within me. So I'm like, okay, I just need to deal with this because if oxygen being put in my body is already f- making me feel better, then with the right, let's say, strategies and approach, I can deal with the COVID in my lungs. And they wheel me into, let's say, the special COVID department because I need to stay in the hospital right now. And I already feel immediately like, okay, yeah, I am too sick to stay at home and too healthy to be here. And that was being confirmed because the day after, they asked me to move to another hospital. They put me in an ambulance. They drive me to the another place, uh, Alkmaar. And I want, by the way, to give a huge credit to all the people in the medical world, how they were there for me, the, the kindness, the warmness, the service. It was at the highest level. So if you're listening, people in the medical world, thank you so much for everything you've done for me and also all the other people that went through the situations like that. So I'm arriving at Algmar. Totally different kind of vibe in this hospital. It's l- more light. Uh, it's more modern. Um, even the, let's say, the room that I am in is different. And when I'm coming into this room with my oxygen, I'm coming across Simon. That's how he's introducing him to me. Hey, I'm Simon. Like, how are you doing, Simon? He's around let's say 50, 60-ish. His gray hair, but with a lot of life energy. And at the same time, I felt like something is off with him. I said, how are you doing, Simon? Yeah, I'm okay. But I'm also really sad today. I said, why are you sad? Yeah, my wife, she died. And today is the day of a funeral. And I can't be there because I'm also being tested positive with COVID. So I can't leave the hospital. Imagine this. Your wife, your partner that you spent so many years with. She has died. And you're not able to visit her own funeral. And the moment he's telling me this, I'm starting to cry. He's starting to cry, and we're both crying together. But his mindset inspired me so much. Because Simon is telling me, like, hey, it is outside of my control. I'm just here. And they have a live stream, so I can still at least see it. And it's being recorded, so I can always look back. And we talk about life, we talk about death. And he's telling me that he will buy a new car because his plan is to at least at, l- um, at least uh, live for another 20 years. Uh, I say, why? Yeah, for my sons. They need me. So if I always think back, like the positive mindset of Simon, losing his wife and is not able to attending his funeral because he's saying it's outside of his control and being so calm and being so positive, 
and at the same time also allowing his emotions to be there. I think we're all inspired by that, right? And I'm there still with my COVID, realizing with this oxygen in my body, I'm feeling better, but I don't want to stay on external solutions to feel better. So I'm taking out my phone. I'm call Wim Hof right now. Because Wim Hof, like, I know him. We worked a lot together. We climbed mountains together. He's a mentor. So I'm calling him Wim. My saturation is still too low. That's why my energy is low and they're putting oxygen in my body. What should I do? And he's going over some of the breathing patterns that he's teaching. And especially the breathing patterns that they're using when they climb mountains. And I know those breathing patterns well, of course. Because it's what I teach. It's what I use in my own life. But just having it tweaked in with Wim helps me to really have a different approach to what I already knew. I have my saturation meter on and I'm starting to do the breathing techniques. And every time, every round, my saturation, that was 90, remember, is going up. So every time, I'm really with a lot of awareness, go into my breathing cycle, my saturation goes up. So literally on that second day in the hospital, uh, that, that, uh, that second hospital that I'm in right now, I feel much better. I'm starting to do squats. And Simon is looking really weird at me like, hey, why is he moving so much? The people in the hospital are looking at me, why is he moving so much? But just in one day, by using those breathing techniques, I'm starting to feel better and better. And literally at that second day, they moved me from one day to the other, to the one hospital, to the other. Called Wim Hof, doing the breathing techniques. I'm at such a point that the day after, they let me go. They say, you're too healthy. You need, <laughs> you need, don't take a space here in the hospital anymore. You just need to go. So the breathing techniques... And breath work is getting more and more traction. But if it could help me just in, let's say, in everyday life, it allows me to have be more calm, more centered, more focused, have more stress resilient. But that it also helped me in one of the toughest times in my life when it comes to mm, yeah, being sick. I'm sick was an, being sick was for me a new relationship. I never, I never am sick. Sometimes I have a light flu, but with the mindset, the breathing techniques, and the way how I'm living, it's not something that I'm really used to. But now really being challenged in a medical way and just having that one conversation with Wim Hof, allowing me to regain my energy, regain my resilience, regain to go back home. My recovery, I can honestly say, was so speedy. It was so quick that I'm so thankful for breathwork in general. And I don't know if if you're listening to this, if you're applying breathwork in your life. And there is no magic pill, of course. But more and more science is getting available around the benefits of breathwork to reduce inflammation, to have more focus, to be more stronger, to have better physical performance. If you're not applying breathwork in your own life, 
you're missing out. So, in a way, one of the questions I have for you to end this session off with is how are you breathing today? Enjoy your day. Thank you for joining us. If you don't want to miss an episode of Exit the Red Race, make sure to subscribe. Are you listening through Apple Podcasts? We'd love you to leave a review. Do you know someone who really should hear this episode? Share it in your favorite social media so you can tag them. Oh, and don't forget to tag Daniel as well. Want to know more about Daniel Kluke? Check out his website at danielkluke.com. Are you ready to live your legend? See you next time. Exit the rat race. <laughs>